Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Saved Not Soft. What's going on? I know we're a week um, later than usual. And, um, you know, glory be to God, because if it wasn't for that one week that it was off, um, we wouldn't have gotten to this message here today. And this message is very special because not only is it literally breathed (laughs) through God himself, but this is also something God has been teaching me and pulling me from. And this message hit so hard that this is being applied in my daily life every single day. And um, I just want to share the good news. God put it on my heart to be transparent, open, to share with you guys the news that he has delivered, uh, his word, and just show you guys that you're not alone through this whatsoever. And um, as a leader, uh, I just want to communicate upon the seasons that we go through and today we're going to talk about the simple matter the fact that your struggle is a setup oh we're jumping straight into it um before we do if this is your first time i'm emmy moore i'm the host of this podcast if you're new welcome so great to see you if you're returning thank you for coming back um because I'm just ready to eat this word. I'm ready for what God has in store for us today. And I really do believe this message alone is going to set people free from the season that they feel like they're, they're in shangles, not shangles in shackles with, there we go. Not shangles. Isn't that like a, I'm thinking of shingles. That's a, um, that's a disease, ain't it? We're not in shingles, but we could be in shackles and uh, God wants to free you today. And uh, I really do believe that he's using me to do that. So uh, let's just pray. Let's open up in prayer. Um, and yeah, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you and praise you. I thank you for your name. I thank you for the breath that you have graciously given us each and every single day, God. I thank you for the opportunity that we get to witness right now, that you get to speak to us um, in a in a way that you've never spoken to us um, ever before, God. So we come to you with open ears and open heart and open mind. I just pray that you give me the confidence to speak, that my words are clear, that I do not stutter, that you, God, are just using me to speak to your people. And I humbly submit my podcast and my ministry under you, God. This is your platform, not mine. This is your stage, not mine. These are your people, not mine. And I just pray that you continuously speak to your children through this podcast and through this ministry. And every word that comes out of this mouth, uh, out of my mouth, is confirmation of who you are. The goodness of God is being preached always and forever praised from my lips. Uh, I just seal this message in the name of Jesus and I cover it with the blood of the lamb ensuring that the things we are going to learn today God that they will not be brought out in vain but things will be brought out into the light in order for you to heal the things that we need healed and I just pray you switch our perspective that you give us a new understanding for the seasons that we're going through and most of all that everything that is exercised today is communicated from your love and your grace so I just praise you and I thank you for your sovereignty um your your loving nature to want us to be in partnership with you God so I just thank you for all things and I will forever praise you all the days of my life and uh we're just here to listen to you and to learn we praise you god in jesus name we pray amen amen hope you guys had a good week um 
I had a week that was crazy, good, but crazy. God's just doing a lot through this ministry and through my personal life. Not like any of it is like quote unquote bad. It's just a lot um, for only one to handle. Um, hence as to why I couldn't upload an episode last week. Um, yeah, y'all, it's just me. I just set up a camera, pre- plus pl- press play, and I speak into this microphone, praising God. <laughs> and uh, sometimes on top of this, on top of work and traveling and the things that uh, God's wanting me to elevate in, and just like spiritually, uh, it can be challenging get into everything with 110% of my energy um, into it. So I can gladly say that my 110% energy is here in the room today. And I'm ready for what God's going to say because it's been so heavy on my heart. These are things that, not that I'm just picking up from the air. These are literal applications and words I've been hearing from the Lord the past few months as I've been going through my season and encountering a time that is very challenging, um, challenging, but yet still doable. And I want to talk about the simple matter of the fact that your struggle is a setup. Um, how we go through trials and tribulations and we're having a hard time literally going through our seasons, but there's a perspective that needs to be switched. And I'm going to communicate on that today, what that looks like and how God can use all things for his glory. There was an episode I did, how God uses broken people. Um, God uses broken things literally to fulfill his purpose. And if your season feels like, dang, I'm just falling off. I'm not doing so well. I'm going through the hardest time of my life. God can still use those broken things for his glory. And I just want to encourage y'all today, uh, mostly. And I just want to share with y'all how good God is. Um, So yeah, uh, a verse I've been bringing up the past few episodes is James 1, 2 through 3. And it says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And you know that faith that can't be tested can't be trusted. So when I mean that your struggle is a setup, your struggle is a setup for the test that you are taking right now. I heard someone say a few days ago that when you were in school and you were taking a test, the teacher was quiet. And sometimes when we go through our seasons and it feels like God isn't really talking all that much or he's not communicating to me, it's because you're taking a test and God wants you to lock in and focus. But the test that we're taking is an open book test. Like when I was in high school, you got the books taken away from you. You couldn't have, you couldn't have a cheat sheet next to you, nothing. God has given us an open book test. And maybe God's not verbally speaking to you because he already has in his word. And the test that you're taking is an open book test. So where am I going with this? Your struggle is a setup. And the things and the seasons that you're going through right now may be the very thing that God is using to purify you. And um, I want to talk about the nature of God because I think we could talk about his name all day and never grasp the true nature of who he is. And I talked about this uh, on my Instagram and on my TikTok a few days ago. And it was so timely because I feel like as of recently, God has really been communicating to me through the weather. And there was three instances in this past month where God really used the weather to speak directly to my season and be like, Emmy, this is what I'm trying to tell you right now. And one of those instances was the other day I was, well, I live in California, so the majority of the time is really sunny here. For the most part, it's warm. And when it's cold here, it's really not 
that cold because I went to Utah like a month and a half ago and I was like, nah, this mug is cold. But like Cali cold is nothing compared to like the rest of the world <laughs> or the rest of the United States cold. So it was dark and gloomy and it was thundering and lightning when I tell you like the skies were pitch black and it was hailing and raining so hard it to where it was flooding fields um my brother's baseball practice got canceled because of how flooded the fields got and I was just driving through all of this and I was basically just driving through this hailstorm and I was looking around everything I was just like all I see is black skies dark clouds thunder and lightning all this stuff that just kind of feels scary. Um, I've also kind of been the type, I'm not like scared of the thunder. I'm not going to say that. But thunder just kind of does something to the inside of you. I feel like it's like a reverence you have for nature. And every time I hear the sound of thunder, I'm reminded how small I am. And it was thundering. And I was kind of having this like reverence inside of my heart of like, I'm so small. <laughs> like I'm so, so small. And it just kept thundering and lightning. And God was just communicating to me as I was driving. I was going to Target and he was telling me, Emmy, you're seeing all these dark clouds and black skies and you're hearing the sound of thunder and lightning, but you don't even know that glory is on the other side. And he took me back to uh, two and a half weeks ago when I was flying back from seeing my boyfriend. It was so and this is what I mean, like he was communicating to me through the weather because I was flying and as we were descending to land we start going through these clouds and once we go through the clouds it was again like dark clouds but I was just above it and it was beautiful and it was sunny you could see the mountains and the clouds and and the clouds were so thick it looked like you could jump on them and just like leap It, it was so beautiful and when you go through the clouds and under them you couldn't see the top anymore but it doesn't mean that it's not there And so what the Lord was telling me the other day, as I was seeing these dark skies again, he reminded me again that you don't even know what glory is on the other side. You don't even know that there is glory on the other side. And he took me back to when I was coming home on that plane. And he said, you've seen the sunshine. You know that it's there. So now that you're here in the dark seasons, in the dark clouds, just know that there is glory. There is sunshine bound to fall into your lap. And I made a TikTok video. And as I'm like preaching about this in the back of the um, the window, you could see like a rainbow just starts to slowly appear. And I thought that was so timely because God is a God full of covenant, full of promises, and he is a promise keeper. And God just never fails to remind me that every after every storm comes a rainbow. And if a rainbow doesn't come, the sunshine is bound to happen. And the laws of nature alone represents the actuality and reality of who God is. And when I, when God was telling me this one, I was so grateful because he was giving me a physical representation of my season. And he was just kind of reminding me to change your perspective, literally switch, shift your mind, because what you're seeing right now is not depicting your destiny. There is glory on the other side that you have seen. Focus on what is to come, not of the right now, the the desert, the dwelling, the darkness. Focus on what is bound to come. It has to come. Absolutely. Because that's how the law of nature works. And that's how the law of God works. 
And, uh, yeah, God is just so good. And when he was telling me that I was reminded of, uh, Romans 1, 19 through 20, where it says, since what had made known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them for since the creation of, of the world, God's invisible qualities, his internal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made. So people are without excuse. And when I see lightning and when I see thunder and when I see the storm come and pass away and a rainbow shine after and sun that hits me, that just makes my skin feel so warm. That is evidence that God is so real. And the way God has constructed and created nature literally exemplifies the seasons that we go through and the pure evidence of his existence. And I want to I want to tell y'all that there is another there is another side to your season and your season your storm your struggle is a setup for the sunshine that's about to fall into your lap first peter 1 6 through 7 says in all this you greatly rejoice though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials these have come so that in the proven genuine genuineness of your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even through refined by fire may result in praise, glory and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. What is this verse talking about? <laughs> exactly what we were talking about in James earlier. Certain fr- fruit is produced through suffering. And God is setting up this season. He doesn't permit you to suffer. He doesn't want you to perish. But God is allowing it to happen because he wants you to encounter the fruit that can only be produced through the actions of suffering. And there's only certain things that you can learn while God's trying to grow your testimony, right? Like you have to be tested in order to have a testimony. And when we go through seasons like this, where it's it's kind of like our Job seasons and we're not seeing the end of it and our little minds can only grasp onto what's in front of us. God wants to shift our minds to the beauty of our seasons that God is allowing it because the glory that he is going to give us in twofold back is going to be worth the season that we're going through right now. Right. And what I love about this verse in first Peter one, six through seven, it says these have these trials have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith of greater worth than gold. So what does this mean? That your faith, the genuineness of it is more precious than gold. And then it says gold, which perishes even even though refined by fire may result in praise, glory and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. And I'm reading this book right now that my mentors gave me and it's been giving me so much insight on my season. And it gave me the revelation that gold is refined by fire. And it's so funny that this verse talks about gold being refined, tried by fire, because I was doing research on what does the refining process of gold look like? And from what I've read, and from what I've read, this was one of the things that I read. It said the processes of refining golds by fire. Gold scraps are placed in a crucible, a container that can withstand very high temperatures. Uh, 
This crucible is then placed in a furnace, which is heated up to almost 2000 degrees Fahrenheit. The gold melts at such a high temperature. It is then transferred to another container, leaving the impurities and other substances floating at the surface. So the sole purpose as to why you have to refine gold in the first place is so you can extract the impurities from it. So it's floating at the top of the of the container. This is exactly what God wants to do through our refining process, through our seasons. And this is why our seasons are set up because God wants us to be obedient to the simple matter of the fact that he wants to bring the impurities of our heart outside so he could clean it. He wants to extract the impurities from our heart. He wants us to be separated from sin and to become more sanctified and to become more holy. And in order to do that, we have to be tried by fire purification isn't just something where you just get cleansed with water and you're good purification comes with being tried and tested by fire and i love the verse first peter 4 12 because it says dear friends do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come onto you to test you as though something strange were happening to you it's strange because it was hitting So maybe you're going through a season to where a whole bunch of stuff came up and you're like, I have no idea where any of this came from. It's because God set you on fire and he's revealing things that you never saw. That's the sole purpose as to why you have to refine gold through fire because you can't see the impurities in gold. You don't see the impurities until it's tested. As I was studying gold, one of the quotes that I saw, it said, the impurities are invisible from the outside. So the goldsmith must patiently and intentionally hold the gold over the hottest part of the fire, liquefying it. Only then the imperfections hidden within rise to the surface so the refiner can carefully skim the dross until the surface is clear. And y'all, this was from like a goldsmith, like, uh, what what is it documentation this wasn't anything ministry this was from a goldsmith himself they weren't talking about jesus at all but what is so beautiful is that the the impurities that are within inside of our hearts we do not see but god loves us so graciously that he puts us through the fire so those things that are so deeply rooted inside of us can come out from the fire that he has set with inside of us so he can literally burn it to the dang ground so the impurities can be set apart from the heart that God wants to give us. And so what am I saying? What I'm saying is maybe the season that you are in right now isn't ordained by the devil. Maybe the season that you're going through right now has been called to order by God so he could uproot the iniquities that are placed deep with inside of your heart. So God can uproot the sin that has been hidden, the sin that has been hiding from literally the things that God is trying to reveal so he can heal. And um, only God himself can pull you out of this fire. And I think sometimes God will put us in seasons to where no one or nothing else can pull us out of it except for him. And I'm in a season right now to where I'm like, God, I can't get me out of this. Like, I need you desperately (laughs) every single day. God, I need you here. I need you with me. I need you to be at the forefront of my life. And I really do believe God will put you in seasons that only he could pull you out of. Because why would God put you in a season that you could pull yourself out of? 
That would make absolutely no sense. Just know that the season that you're going through is literally replicating the character of who God is. Mm-mm, so good. This is a time for elevation. And something my church says all the time is if you're being tested and you're being put through the fire, that's God simultaneously saying that he's trying to elevate you, that he's calling you to bigger things because you can't go to the next carrying all your mess. I talked about this in one episode with like the TSA example. In order for you to go through TSA, there's some things you can and cannot bring. You got to leave it at the door in order to go to the next season or you got to take extra extra measures to take that thing with you. And when you're being transferred into your next season, God's basically telling you, these things got to go. You can't take this. You can't take this. And when we're being put through the fire, it's we shouldn't be surprised because we'll sing all these songs like, I want to be tried by fire. And then we get tried by fire and now we mad. <laughs> like, you get what I'm saying? Like, we ask God for a pure heart. We ask God, okay, change me, God. Refine me. Everything that you are, I want. And then we get tried by the fire and our faith gets tested. And all of a sudden we mad. And all of a sudden we complaining. This is the very test that we signed up for. It's like going to a school that you paid all of, it's like going to a school, you paid all the tuition, and then you mad that the test is hard. Like, you signed up, you enrolled in the school. So when the test comes, and you're going to be mad after it, you're the one who enrolled yourself into the school. And we have enrolled ourselves in this Christian lifestyle, and tests are bound to happen. If anything, Jesus says nothing about anything being easy if anything he says that you're going to face trials of many kind but take heart for he has overcame the world and i know jesus said this because it says it in red in my bible do you get what i'm saying so just know that you could change the perspective of your season and the fire that you're encountering right now is so purposeful and god wants you to witness the smoke And he wants you to smell the potency of it so that when smoke comes back again, you're not running back to it. Does that make sense? I love the verse, 2 Timothy 4.18. It says, the Lord will rescue rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Isaiah 48.10. See, I have refined you, though not as silver. I have tested you in the furnace of affliction. Mm-mm. So what's the whole purpose as to God taking us through the fire? I feel like I said it many times, but I'm going to wrap it cohesively in one statement. God is bringing out the things that you cannot see so he can handle it. So when you're going through seasons of like, dang, why am I so bitter? Why am I so unforgiving? Why do I feel like I'm envious and jealous and I'm depressed and sad and anxious? God is bringing those things out. And he's revealing those things so he can heal them because you cannot heal what you do not reveal. And thank you, Jesus, that you see the things that I do not see because I can't bring these things out myself. Thank you, Jesus, that you put me through the fire so that the impurities of my heart can be uprooted by your mercy and by your mighty hand. Thank you, God, that this fiery season is a divine opportunity for you to intercede into my life and tell me that I am worthy to 
literally conquer every single little thing that has come my way. Thank you, Jesus, that you have given me the divine opportunity to witness your goodness, that you have given me the divine opportunity to witness how good of a father you are, that you will take the things that are rooted inside of me, pull them out so you could throw it into the furnace. Praise God for that. And the seasons that look fiery and dark and scary and intimidating should be a should be a season worthy and full of praise because God is bringing these things out in the first place because he doesn't want that a part of your identity anymore. So praise God. He sees the things I don't see. Thank God. He literally sees the part of my heart and goes, yeah, nah, we can't do that no more. So I'm going to bring it out. So you see it. And I want to partner with you in it so we could get rid of this mug. Right. Uh, second Corinthians 4, 16, 4, 16 through 18, which has been one of the verses that I've been clinging on to a lot this season in my life. It says, therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. So since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And I think sometimes we forget that faith is what you don't see. We walk by faith, not by sight. And it would be so easy to have faith if something was just in your face, face all the time, but that's not faith. That's not faith. So God is revealing things and and working in the unseen in such a miraculous way. And that's why I said, thank you, God, for seeing what, what I do not see. That's why God has to refine you because he sees things that you do not see. This is why he puts you through the fire because he is blessing you with the sight to see of the things that have been stored up with inside of you. So good. Ah, oh, God is just so good. I'm just reading this verse and I'm just like, we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Change your perspective. We're so focused on the season that's right. Like what I said earlier, like the storm that happened the other day, I was so focused that there was dark clouds over me. I was even focusing on the simple matter of the fact of, dang, as soon as this storm is over, I'm going to see a pretty rainbow. And I did, <laughs> you know, maybe switch your perspective. Maybe God wants you or maybe God's keeping you in this season because he wants you to see that you can switch your perspective. There is peace within the storm. And God is so good that he chooses you to be uprooted from your iniquity and handpicks you to be in partnership for his eternal glory. He has blessed you with the sight to see. And I think a lot of y'all are scared of the storm that you're in and you're scared of the things that you're seeing. You don't like that it's dark. You don't like the visions that you're having. You don't like the dreams that you're having. You don't like the thoughts that you're having of yourself or the thoughts that you're having of others, but praise God, he's allowing you to see it because God's revealing it so he can heal it. Does this make sense? And God wants to partner with you and he wants you to see the dark and scary and grimy stuff. And he wants you to smell the potency of the smoke. So when it comes back, you already know what it is. And you know how to handle it. God wants to equip you with his armor. God wants to sharpen your sword. And you can't, you can't be a real soldier if you haven't been through battle. God wants to uplift you. God wants to strengthen you. And he has to do that in the battlefield. So praise God he has given me the sight to see. Because now I know how to defeat my enemy. Whether if that's Satan himself, opposition, my flesh, other spirits, 
God has given, God has graciously given us the sight to see so we could be conquerors, more than conquerors through him. So praise God for that. God is gracing you by revealing your impurities so you cannot be fearful of what you see in your season, but rather encourage that God is revealing it so he can heal it. So good. Uh, and like I say, y'all, this is all stuff God's taking me through. This isn't just like I'm on here. Huh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, your season may be hard. Just like switch your perspective. I'm not trying to be insensitive whatsoever. This, this isn't a time for insen- insensitivity. This is a time to let y'all know that you have the power and the authority inside of you to change your perspective to change your mind, to look at your season in a new light and not let your trauma triumph over what is happening right now. God is using this very season to set you up for glory. We just had this, the simple decision to make if we're wanting to step in that or not. The choice is yours. Your struggle is a setup. Are you going to allow your season to set you up for glory? Are you going to allow your season to bring you down and keep you in iniquity? Change your perspective. Consider your times of struggle, testing, and temptations as divine opportunities to witness God delivering you from a season that he could only pull you out of. I'm going to let that sit. Because y'all just hear what I said. God wants to prove to you that he is God. God wants to prove to you that he could do all things, that there are certain seasons where you could only really lean on him. And the simple matter of the fact is, is when we face seasons like this, that is very challenging and hard, we like to think, oh, I can pull myself out of this. Oh, if I were just like hang out with my friends or distract myself or go to the gym so much, I could get myself out of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are only certain things that God can pull you out of. And the majority of things you really need to lean on his presence and praise God that He is the one who gets to pull you out of the season. He could be the only one who pulls you out of the season because we'll say in little faith, no one could pull me out of this. But the impossible says that God is possible. So when things look impossible, that just means that God is able to move. If you don't have a test, you don't have a testimony. And I want to change your perspective. Pain to promotion. Groaning to glory, test into testimony, mess into a message. The very grounds that God put David on was used for the sole purpose to train him for the ultimate event, which was the fulfillment of his purpose. He's going to do the same thing through you. He's going to do the same thing because God wants to partner with you. God wants to be beside you as you go through these trials, as you go through this testing. And like how it says in scripture, as we share his glory, we also share his sufferings because God wants to partner with us. Why? Because he simply loves us. He genuinely wants to have a relationship with us, a partnership with us. Like when Jesus came down, he could have easily done everything by himself, but he wanted 12 disciples next to him. He wanted to partner with his people and for the fulfillment of your purpose and for the glory of God, which is your ultimate purpose. God wants to partner with you. And that is a divine opportunity for you to be in partnership with God. And who would say no to that? We just see it as, oh, no, nah, I'm just going through this season. It sucks. And it's hard. And it's all this stuff. When in all actuality, God is gracing you by giving you the opportunity to see and experience a part of him that other people don't get to see or experience.
So good. God is using your affliction for advancement. And we talked about a few weeks ago in Easier Said Than Done that in the story of Job, God used Job's inconvenience for elevation. I don't know who I'm speaking to right now. The inconvenience that you're facing is being used literally (laughs) for elevation. God is using your affliction for advancement. That car crash may have happened, but God is using that crash for correction. God allowed the trauma so you could triumph over it. God wants to elevate you. In order to launch forward, you got to pull back. God was telling me about that. I I said earlier, like I was on the plane and God was like so graciously speaking to me um, about like the weather going through the clouds and all these things. And one of the things God was telling me is that in order to launch forward, you have to pull back. And there's heights I want to reach. I want the full glory of God. Everything that God is, I want it. I signed up. Okay, bet. I'm there. Like, I'm such a ride or die for God. I'm just like, okay, God, you say you there, I'm there too. And when it gets to the things that are a little more harder, it's like, <laughs> you know what? Like, I didn't know this is what I was signing up for. But in order to reach the heights and in order for you to receive literally the desires of your heart under God's conditions, you got to be pulled back so you can reach the heights that God has called you to. And the season that you're going through right now is just a pullback season because God uses all things for his eternal glory. And we cannot be so selfish in these times thinking like, oh, me, 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 me. I'm going through this, this dark season, that. When God can use all things for the sole purpose to unify his kingdom. And he's using you to bring together this beautiful testimony to help others. And uh, especially as a leader, I think something I say a lot is, or, or, or something God reminds me of more so, is that I go through a lot of things for the sole purpose to help others. And that's, and that's what it is. <laughs> There's been things I've gone through for the sole purpose to speak into another woman. God had to bring me through certain things. So if I met a woman that was suicidal, or depressed, or anxious, just like how I was. God has fashioned me and dressed me so I could speak to her through his mercy and through his goodness and just declare to her that there is a God that that is good. So a lot of the things that you may go through and you're like, oh, where's this coming from? Why am I going through it? It may not be because of you. Because if this life was all about you, why are we all living? And I really do believe that I'm still on this earth because I'm supposed to help somebody. I'm supposed to help those who are listening. I'm supposed to share my testimony. I'm supposed to share my afflictions. And this whole message I just gave was a deep dive into my heart and what God has been showing me recently. Because when I tell you guys, uh, I've been drugged through the dang mud. Like God has dragged me there you know not drugged what hello god has dragged me through it all as recently life has been so difficult recently (sighs) and i know it's because there's a glory i'm encountering and uh last thing i'm gonna share there was this uh beautiful thing i saw i have two windows right here a big window right here and a big window right here. And there's a wall that separates it. 
And there was a beautiful moment yesterday when I was in Bible study and I've never seen anything like it. And I took a picture, not took a picture. I took a video of it and I'm going to post it. And on this side of the window, it was dark clouds raining. And then on this side, it was beautiful clouds, blue skies. And God said, this is how close you are to escaping your rainy season. And I was like, so good. So good. You're this close. You're this close. Don't give up. Don't give up. You're this close. The season that you've been begging God to pluck you out of, you're this close. Glory is a lot closer than you think. Sunshine is a lot closer than you think. Your breakthrough is a lot closer than you think. God is a lot closer than you think he is. And you're a lot closer to him than you think you are. He loves you. He loves you. So much. And I know that God is so good all the time. And when we go through these seasons, it's hard to see the evidence. But man, when he comes back twofold, God just wants to make such an impact on your heart. And he's using this season to love you. See the glory in that. Sunshine is right here. A rainbow is bound to come. Don't give up. And you're not alone. Because even me as your leader sitting here is going through the same exact thing. We're no different. Just know that God loves you. um, And that. All of this is happening for the sole purpose for him to be glorified and for him to help you and lift you up. So just patiently wait on him. Patiently wait on him. And I know you've been waiting a long time, but wait a little longer. You don't wait all this time for no reason. Stick to him. Stick to him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So good. Yeah, I feel good with that. I feel like I could take a nap. (laughs) <laughs> I feel so like, oh, that was so good. Yeah, praise God, y'all. Quick announcements. Um, if you guys feel led to tithe, there is a um there is a link down below in the YouTube and also description of my bio. If you don't feel like tithing, totally fine. Just pray. Um, just for God to continuously speak through this um this podcast. Sorry, I had a burp. <laughs> and also that uh me, Emmy, that God is just lifting me up and uh, able to just like console me, um, that I'm able to just go through my afflictions as well. There's a lot of weight I'm carrying just as a as a leader. So just navigating that and what that looks like. So just pray. Um, prayers are always appreciated. Uh, if you need prayer requests, there's a link down below also in my bio. And if you got saved through any of these episodes and decided to give your life to Jesus, even if that's right now, and you want to give your life to Jesus, here's an opportunity. Um, just confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, uh, that you believe in him, that you trust him, repent for your sins because he has forgiven you. And you believe that God sent his one and only son to die on the cross for the atonement of your sins, uh, died and rose three days later, defeating death. So you could receive eternal glory with him and if that's you uh just declare that receive it um and uh seal it in the mighty name of jesus so uh yeah if that's you 
there's a link down below for you to fill out so I can pray for you. And uh, yeah, y'all, I got some exciting stuff. I can't wait to share with you guys coming up. Maybe next episode, you guys will maybe get like an idea of what that is. But until then, uh, I just seal this message in the name of Jesus and I just give it to him and whatever he's wanting to do in your guys' hearts, he's going to do it. So I just, I just praise God for all that he's doing. And uh, I praise God for every single one of you. I love you guys so much. And uh, I'll see you. Uh, I might do one next week or two weeks from now. We'll see. I love you guys. Bye.